Did you know we live stream the recording of this podcast every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Facebook, Rumble, Twitch, Kick, and X? Come join us. Hey, hey, Boomer Bunker, Boomer Bob, John J. Domingo, Monday, September 20th, Boomer News, the Russian. All right, well, hold on, hold on. That's it. Enough. Shut the cheering up. Like, who cheers for Monday mornings? Anything on YouTube, this show, either of us. Have you gotten your paycheck yet, John? From, well, yes. Yes, I did. From this show? I haven't gotten Oh, this show. I'm going on strike. No. No, I have not received a paycheck from this show. Sorry. Who writes those checks? Then I mean, what are we doing here? Every morning. Every morning. Especially after an Eagles loss. What, are you kidding me? Mm, I wasn't happy about that one either. I know. Boy, I was screaming at my TV so loud that the windows were rattling in the house. A very winnable game, Bob. I'm sorry. So uh, what about these checks? I didn't get to uh, watch that game, John, because, um, well, I only get it on CBS and Fox. And Fox, the I guess the what would be noon for me game, uh, didn't air. I don't know if it was a rain, rain delay, rain problem, weather issue. But, yeah, we didn't get it. No kidding. So, we didn't we didn't get any game there it was um i forget i forget uh, what it was goal uh, no it was uh i don't know nascar like off brand nascar racing i don't know it was wow it wasn't uh, happy so i only had one game to watch in the early games and then uh after that uh like 3:45 4 o'clock we got two games jeez yes, i didn't get to watch the eagles i mean well, again, I live outside of Philadelphia, so we're a big market, so we get all that sure, good of course. stuff. I don't know. I, I would that would drive me crazy. I, uh, it must be tough. Like a lot of people are moving from big cities to smaller areas, like red, going from blue states to red states, but they got to put up with shitty TV and well, shitty after, radio. After the they. We're able to count the 2020 census. Uh, Huntsville is the, the largest in Alabama now. We're number one. Wow. And you still have shitty TV. We're number five. So, yeah, I don't get it. I don't know, man. All, all the bands, <clears throat> when they come, all the bands, they go to Nashville or Birmingham, uh, you know, Memphis, Atlanta. They don't come here. Well, they'll come here on like a Tuesday night and play like for an hour. Yeah, it's you know like I mean? a... Almost like a warm up, kind of like kind of like dropping in, getting a little gas money on the way to where they're going. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. See, we have all that shit here. It's you know, big bands come here. They're always on tour. We everybody comes through Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah, but you also get the things that go along with that, like you know, riots and that that's kind of true. Crime, crime like, shootings. Yeah, Got to take it with the bad. We get that, but it's usually, you know, meth heads on the run or, um, you know, somebody came home from work and caught Jody climbing out the back window. (laughs) Oopsie. Yep. You would think nowadays with the ring cameras and stuff that 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 would go on less and less. Like you could see, oh, here comes the truck. Hurry up, get dressed. You know, now, Joe. Yeah, I don't know. Just saying. Um, so um 
yeah, the you interested in maybe cutting back a little bit on this, doing this uh, show uh, less times a week? We could do that. We could do that. Which would you? What, what's, what do you have in mind there, Bob? I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like that's how much I care, John. Today, sorry, <laughs> I, I didn't sleep with the damn last night. Uh, I sweat a lot for some reason. I don't know. I'm not sick. I kept you know waking up with damn sweats. You think maybe you're going through your change? Are you going through? Yeah, it might, might be might be menopause. Um, who knows? Who knows? I know I'm not pregnant. That's good to know. Yeah, because I I could be a birthing person. You might be a birthing person. Yes. Hey, uh, I don't know if you caught this, but I every once in a while like to make predictions before the Eagles game. And I don't know if you caught my prediction. Uh, The only thing I've seen you put in the predictions was that you were going to be blamed for me and Dave breaking up. Oh, well, that's that's true. I didn't put it in that. I went to actual Facebook and did a Facebook video live. And uh, I, I could share it with you if you'd like to hear. I don't know if you'd want to check yes. that out. Okay. Sure. I will check in. Here we go. This is my great hot take on the Eagles game yesterday. Do we need to turn my volume down? Fans, well, it's the home opener. And normally I come in and use my bad juju to predict that the Eagles are going to lose. And in this way, the Eagles win. So I use that reverse psychology thing. But this week is different, different, and I'll tell you why. First of all, I really like the matchup of this team. And second of all, Jalen Hurts has just really come in and been professional and bought into the team's philosophy. And I really think he's going to do a good job today against this 49ers defense. But the third reason, and the most important reason, is that San Francisco 49ers fans flew in and decided to go to the Rocky statue and have like a prompt to pep rally around the Rocky statue. That is a no-no because the last team to do that was Minnesota and they were supposed to win the NFC championship and host the Super Bowl in their home stadium. Well, you don't do that at the Rocky statue statue because Philadelphia kicked their ass and then they were out of the Super Bowl and then we went to the Super Bowl so and then we all know what happened there we won the Super Bowl so don't go to the Rocky statue don't go over there and mess with the Philadelphia juju we're all we got we're all we need go birds score Eagles 35 San Francisco 17 and damn it, Jalen, run the ball. Jesus Christ. And I got the I got the San Francisco number right. The Eagles just didn't score enough. Because <laughs> Jalen don't run the ball enough, man. Well, uh, to be honest with you, I, it was the coach. It was the coach. And the problem was they would get they would get down the field and they couldn't score. They couldn't score in the end zone. It was horrible. The other thing that was going on, and I've never seen this happen in as long as I've been in Philadelphia. Somehow, a lot of people sold their tickets to the game because it was, I guess they were afraid of the COVID. And San Francisco fans bought them, flew in here, and there was a ton of red shirts in Lincoln Financial Field. We've never had that happen. I've seen it where our fans go to another stadium, like the first game in Atlanta, there were more Eagles fans there. There were Falcons fans there. That's the first time I've ever seen that here. 
and I didn't blame it on COVID. I think because the whole stadium was full, no masks, nobody was wearing any masks. And uh, I get uh, well, other super spreader event. We'll, we'll see what happens. Let me ask you this: uh, Did you watch any news after the game, like between the game and now? <laughs> no. Has there been a, has there been any reports of like Walgreens getting, you know, uh, assholes going in there taking eight hundred ninety nine dollars worth of shit and fucking trying to get out of there? No. Well, that's what they, well, they're from San Francisco and they're allowed to do that there. So I didn't know oh, if they were trying right. to do that. Yeah. They're allowed to go to, yeah. they're allowed to go into a store and shoplift, uh, yeah, 800 hours worth of stuff. And then we're 799. If it's 800, up to, nine, it's a, up to 900. That's why I said 899. Uh, okay. Up to 900. You're allowed to go Warm in and take, bag. yeah, just go in with a cart, take all the stuff and just run right out the door. And they're not allowed to stop you. No. Can't and then they go, they take all that stuff and they go to Amazon and they sell it on Amazon. I say that the Niners and the Steelers change names. Very good idea because the San Francisco Steelers would actually, but you don't sell it. It's not S T E E L E R. No, you would have to change a letter. You'd have to change a letter to S T E A L. Yeah. I mean, that would be appropriate for the Washington football team, too, because uh, Washington, D.C. is nothing but a bunch of crooks. Hey, you know what I also didn't pay attention to this weekend? I also did not pay attention to the uh, second insurrection. Did that happen? Do we have any kind of big giant riots? Um, Since everybody was on to it, that it was a intelligence agency's uh, party. Uh, it was a planned thing by all of our in- intelligence agencies. It was totally arranged by them. Um, they're the only ones who showed up. So one guy did get arrested, and it turns out it was an undercover agent. That got no arrested. shit. Yeah. An undercover agent got arrested. What For what? Acting, I guess, trying to instigate anybody else that was there to do bad stuff. And they're like, hey, 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 buddy. So... But that, I mean, he didn't get arrested, arrested. They, they, you know, grabbed him and they were, mm-hmm. they had a whole bunch of the, uh, capital cops all in their, you know, riot gear looking like, you know, RoboCop and all that, but just, it was ridiculous. So nobody really showed up for this. No, the only nope. ones who showed up were FBI agents who were trying to dress that, trying to dress, trying to look like the proud boys or whatever the, you know, whoever was supposed to be going to that event and they all looked like they haven't missed a day at the gym in three years. They all um, had their hair cut to precision, not exactly the definition of somebody who was at January 6th, you know, not, not a, not a long uh, beard in the bunch. You know what I mean? Really? The government is really after people right now that are not bought into the socialist communist takeover of this country well what they wanted was they wanted another another event to make you know those who are not on the left look bad correct yeah that's all Uh, this was a false false flag event and everybody caught on to it that's amazing i was wondering why i didn't hear anything like i and I just listened to a podcast on the, it was a congressional dish where she talks about the, 
January 6th riot. It's not an insurrection. Well, you know, Nancy Pelosi had the uh, had the fence put back up uh, at uh, cost unknown to us. I'm I'm sure it wasn't cheap. Probably cost uh, I don't know half a million dollars contract. They don't they don't care. They just like assign the check. You know, they don't. They I mean the you know the bottom of it. They don't care who who pays for it. That's it doesn't come out of their million. So, but here's uh, Nancy's district i'm gonna turn the music down because it's uh copywritten oh yeah that's that's the district in california where nancy nancy is the uh you know you know what it looks like a central american country it looks like uh haiti yeah where all those haitians came look at that that are at the border that is disgusting you know what they should play this on a loop when they run, when they run, when she's running for office, or any time that she gets up and stupid falls out of her mouth, this is the video they should play. Oh, here's Nancy Pelosi's district. Look at this. Although I got to no. say, there's a you know, a, you know, with no tools and no material, no, not being able to buy material, these guys have done a pretty good job of building shelters, you know, on a dark desert highway. <laughs> Yeah. Look at that. That's awesome. Oh my God. Well, you know, they're, um, I don't watch, uh, I don't, I don't watch Alex Jones. I just wait for somebody else to make the clips. Cause I, I can't, I can't watch that guy. He's <laughs> just so up. far out there, man. Oh, he's out there. But sometimes, sometimes they swing a hammer and they hit the nail on sometimes. the head. Tell you what, I'm not, he's more right than the mainstream media is. Yeah. Well, yeah, but not on everything, though. He's. Well, you know, let's be I understand the guy, that. The guy can. He'll. What makes him look bad is, is he'll present things like this. Now, this isn't him. This is one of his crew. But what makes him look so bad is that he'll get, you know, honest crap like this and then he'll twist it and go. Chai, the Chaicom, you know, the Illuminati and all this, all this Illuminati and the globalist going into the 5G Corona cancer, you know. So, yeah, I apologize. I can't make that video any bigger. Jesus. Sorry. This just came out of Newsweek. Members of Congress and their staff are exempt from Biden's vaccine mandate. Seriously, man, these people. There it is right there. President Joe Biden's new vaccine mandates for federal employees don't apply to members of Congress or those who work for Congress or the federal court system. Do you need to know or see anything else? This should be it. This should be game over. It's kind of like, you know, Nancy Pelosi goes and gets her hair done while she shuts down the state of California and Democrats fly all around the country, all around the world while they tell you to lock down. They don't. They have big, massive dinners without wearing masks, but they mandate it on their states and their and their cities. And they mandate a vaccine for you, but not for them. You know, I'm wondering, and I don't know this for a fact. It's, I'm going to go back to the Eagles game. I don't know if you had to have a vaccine passport to get into the stadium. I'm not sure if they might have needed a vaccine passport to get into the stadium or a COVID test. So I don't know that. 
And that's that's interesting because there the the place was packed. It was sold out. Yeah, the wife was asking me. I was I watched the Bama game. It was um uh, Alabama versus uh, Florida and the Gators. That was a close game, by the way. Thirty one twenty nine. Alabama usually has about a thirty five point you know difference between them and whoever they're going up against and uh uh i think they they were playing in florida i think they play in gainesville uh the gators do and the uh wife was like hey man do, do they does everybody there have to be vaccinated and i'm like well it's a college so i mean i would imagine that a large amount of the students have to be vaccinated because not in florida they, Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. I didn't think of that. Florida, he, uh, DeSantis says, no, you, you know, we're not going to mandate any kind of vaccine. Yeah. Yeah. Or right. testing or masking. Yeah. The uh, also Penn State had their whiteout game where everybody comes dressed in white. Yeah. And they played Auburn. Yeah. They played Auburn. A hundred thousand people all in white. It's amazing. That's the right. The wife was amazing. about that one, too, because this was their first game back, wasn't it? Since it might have been. I'm not 100 percent sure, but they, there was a video of them singing Sweet Caroline and the whole the whole stadium singing it. Yeah, it, it, it is very impressive. Cool. Right. I, I watched uh, probably two thirds of that game. Um, I like watching Auburn get beat because, you know, there are arch there are Alabama's arch rivals, though. So. Oh, okay. I didn't go to either college, so I really don't give a shit one way or the other, but, you know, for funsies. Right. Uh, you know, it's kind of weird. I mean, you know how I love the Facebook fact checkers? Oh, they're great. That's why I, they're, they're why I get off of the goddamn Facebook. I can't argue with anybody on there. I just hate it. Right. So I this. I love the shirt. This, this people, this, so it says the T-shirt has roses are red. Carmella's not black. Joe has dementia and Hunter's on crack. So, of course, then Facebook says, "Well, Joe hasn't been been um, diagnosed medically with dementia, right? Is that the is that the?" Uh, well, then Facebook puts this up there, partly false. Checked by independent independent fact checkers. See why? Well, yeah, uh, Hunter is is on Parmesan cheese that looks like crack that that he finds well, in the hotel carpet. Okay, so I went and I looked at the article. I went to I I clicked that to see, and it takes you to lead stories. I need this is fake news. Kamala Harris is an African no is an American black, and she was second integrated class of her school. So the reason that this thing is false is because it says Kamala Harris is not a black American because her parents are Indian and Jamaican. But according to the U.S. Census Bureau. Let me tell you what. What? I went to get new Band-Aids over the weekend. That's not why I went there, but I was there, so I grabbed some Band-Aids. Well, the Band-Aid area is like probably like eight feet long. And only there was only maybe six different boxes of Band-Aids. Everything was gone like supply chain issues, right? So I just grabbed the kind that I like. I like the, you know, like the fabric type. And I get them home and I slap one on. And <laughs> it was for black people. <laughs> now you know how they felt. Which, which was fine, which was fine. I, I, I was like, honey, does this give me the N-word pass now? Because I 
put this band, but, but at that moment, the moment I put that bandaid on, I was more black than Kamala is. Well, according to the U S Census Bureau, the Senator, well, vice president now falls into the legal definition of American black, despite attacks from the, from her political opponents like you, Bob, who accused the Democratic president contender of stealing the heritage of families. That's so that's not true. They say that uh, people from the Caribbean who are black are considered black. But nowhere in this correction did they say anything about Joe Biden not being demented and Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden not being on crack. So what they're saying is that's true. <laughs> I get well, also roses too. <laughs> well, roses are red. That's correct. Not all of them. Not well, all roses are red. There are different color roses. That is true. Oh, that should have been here too. I'm telling you, see, I should work for Facebook. But that cracked me up. I'm like, okay, let's see why Facebook says that this is not, you know, this is partially true. So, or why it was fake news. And the only thing they said was about Kamala Harris. I said, well, I guess Joe has dementia and Hunter's on crack and roses are red. So did you, did you see where, um, and uh, good morning to everybody in the chat. Uh, did you see where, I don't know how old this was. I caught a video. It was Mark uh, Zuckerberg being grilled by members of whatever Congress or Senate, whatever. And they were like, <clears throat> so Mr. Zuckerberg, um, would you care to tell us, Everybody in this room, where you, where, which, which hotel you're at right now and, you know, room number and everything. And he was like, no, <laughs> I don't want to tell you that. And they're like, cool. Um, what about what you had for breakfast? Would, would you like to tell us where, where you went and had breakfast at? No. Um, what about, you know, and, and basically the point was, you know, well, then what makes you think that it's fair for for you to gather all that information on everybody else without them even knowing it, like without them being actually aware at the moment that you're doing that. And it cracks me up that the Congress says that. Meanwhile, that everything that everybody in this country done does is that information is collected by the intelligence agencies in this country and run through algorithms and sifted through to see if there's any shenanigans going on. But they have it all. And we're like, eh, it's okay. Well, it's all in the, you know, in the name of advertising, right? That's, that's what they tell you. Everyone's well, just for advertising. No. So, no, I mean, I guess, you know, you don't think that they, they get away with all this shit um, because they share the information that they do gather with our intelligence agencies. You know, you don't think they, have a little like a swap back and forth, you know. I'm sure they do. Over sure with this, do. we'll we'll keep doing that, you know. I mean, how many times have you went to online to look for something? I don't know, sandals. You know, let's go with just sandals. And the next thing you know, that everything, every advertisement on all your social media is about sandals. Yes. Or if you look for you know, say, oh, you know what? I, I need to get a new toilet. Or I'm I'm look I look at I'm thinking about getting a bidet, and I've said it where I haven't looked it up, and I've just said it to somebody, and the next thing you know, I'm getting bidet advertisements. I'm like, I know I didn't look that up. I know I didn't look that up. Well, I can help you there. You go to biobidet.com and use promo code Poboys. 
Oh, don't get, don't do that. Okay. So anyhow, <laughs> what I'm saying is, <laughs> what I'm saying is that, you know, they, they do collect that. So I gotta be careful. I tell this story. So the other day, uh, a friend calls and he says, oh, I got something to tell you. I go, okay, what is it? He goes, I can't tell you on the phone. I'm like, what? He goes, I can't tell you on the phone. I said, what is it that you couldn't tell me on? I said, what are you, it's just you and me. There's no one here. He goes, no, I can't tell you on the phone. I said, all right. Well, I said, he says, I'll, you know what? I'll, pull, I'll come over tomorrow and I'll tell you. And I said, well, I'm working tomorrow and I'm definitely not, you know, coming out. I said, because it was cold at the time. Right. He says, I'll pull up to the window. Well, the, right where I'm at right now, there's a window right over here. Okay. And so I can, and he can just drive right up to it. So I said, okay. So he pulls up to the window and I open the window and he opens, you know, and he puts his window down. And I go, what's going on? And then he described something that he heard someone say, which is a crime. Oh. And I said, all right. And he goes, I go, why couldn't you say it on the phone? He goes, because you know they're listening. You know they're listening. Well, he's got his telephone in his pocket, probably. I said to him, I said, yeah, well, your cell phone's in your pocket. Is it off? And he goes, oh. <laughs> Like, why do you think they put like six microphones in a in an iPhone? You know, oh, one's for one's for when you're on speakerphone, one's for your when you're not on speakerphone, one's for the video. And okay, what are the other three for? Yeah, it's a like I said. It, I said to him, I said, first of all, I said I have a home device here that listens that I can that teaches me how to spell. You know, <laughs> it's from Amazon, and I call it the the lady hockey puck and that's sitting here and that's listening all the time. Plus my phone's listening all the time. Your phone's listening all the time. Sure. So if anybody wanted to know what that crime was, they would have heard it. Yeah. Well, you know, the guys on uh, no agenda, they, they claim to have little like, uh, like soundproof little boxes, whatever. And they, they put their phones in there when they get home. I listen, listen, I listen to shit all night long when I, cause this, where I live is noisy and it drives me crazy. It wakes me up and I can't get to sleep. Cause I'm, so what I do is I put on a podcast. I line up eight hours worth of podcasts and I play them all night long. Yeah. So my phone is next to me. It's well, next to me now. Here's exactly what we're saying. It's not just in your, like your phone and your Amazon echo. It's also they've, they've taken apart. Uh, flat screen TVs that are not supposed to have any kind of camera in them whatsoever. No uh, webcam. It's it's not for you know video <laughs> chat. And they they have taken apart televisions and found cameras in them and uh, microphones that have no reason to be there. I'll tell you what. Whoever ever has to watch the feed coming out of my TV, I apologize right now because there's plenty of times I'll come out of the shower. <laughs> and I'll be sitting there naked as a jaybird, yeah. just sitting there and connecting. Well, the, you know, I, that's all with all the ring doorbell crap is. I mean, you know, that's owned by Amazon. I can see the guy now. All right, let's see what Buchanan is doing. <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow. Or, or, hey, you're late. Yeah, sorry, uh, overslept. I don't care. You know what? You get to watch John Jamingo. Oh, no, not that. Son of a bitch. I'll never be late again. I'll never be late again. <laughs> All right, hold on. All right. We got to watch Jamingo. 
Some all right, let's draw straws. <laughs> too bad. It sounds like a punishment. Like you know, usually you would get the parking spot at the opposite end of the parking lot, but now you get to watch Jamingo. Oh, what a horrible job! That is. Really you know what serves you right. Serves. <laughs> oh no, he's coming out of the shower. Oh, turn away, turn away. Well, you could just. Uh, I don't, I don't know how to like like segue into this, so I'm just going to jump into it. I, I caught this the other day. I think it's like a few weeks old, but it cracked me up. <laughs> this guy on the bottom right that comes in, not right now. Uh, this is like a court. This is court. I don't know what, if everybody here has like an individual court appearance or if they're like witnesses for something. I don't know. But this is court over Zoom. And check this one out. The The guy on the upper left, Jeffrey uh, Middleton, he is, I guess, the what? Judge? Some, no, the judge is in the middle there. I think it's the district court, the district court. So this guy, I guess, calls the cases up and, and makes sure everybody's present. And then the judge gets to do, do his or her job. So let's go ahead and go. And we'll bring this fool in. Look at his name. Buttfucker 3000. Oh, sir, what's your name? Me? Yeah, you. Yes. Nathaniel Saxon, sir. Your name's not Buttfucker 3000. Yoho. <laughs> Logging into my court with that is your screen name. Why would that in a little bit? Hey, can you put that on? Can you pause that for a second? What kind of. So if you look right under the judge, is that person wearing a shirt or is he just sitting there bare breasted with a hairy chest? No, they're wearing a shirt. It's just a really um, unfortunate color shirt. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I mean, you have, there's one guy on, on here in a tie and a vest, <laughs> like, like a sweater vest. Yeah. I, it, it, well, the thing that cracks me up is this poor guy Either he doesn't know anything or he doesn't know how to change his name in Zoom. Or his wife, like, set him up. Like, here you go, honey. I got you connected. Yeah. Or <laughs> a friend you know, you do sit here. <laughs> and you know, his friend says, okay, yeah, I don't know how to Zoom, but I got court. Can you, you give me in? Yeah, I'll get you in. And he asks for the name, and he puts buttfucker3000. <laughs> <laughs> idiot logs into court like that. What's your name again? Nathaniel Saxton, sir, but I don't believe that I typed anything like that in. Well, that's what it says. Why? You should. I'll put you in the waiting room. You can sit in limbo for a while and think about what you call yourself online. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty uh, Mr. Grossnickel. <laughs> Poor guy. Jesus, the buttfucker 3000. Oh, my God. But that, I mean, that is a pretty boss online name, is it not? I, well, I almost typed that in here for mine, but I don't yeah. want to do that to any you know, viewers <laughs> we might have. You know, the funny thing is that, you know, maybe people would go to Amazon and try to look up to see if they could buy a buttfucker 3000. And maybe if they did, they would look at the, to see if, you know, is this any good? And they would go to the reviews to check 
that maybe the Budfucker 3000 was it a five star product or, or a one star weapon of ass destruction? Could be the weapon of ass destruction. Uh, apparently, Amazon is cutting back on false. Yeah. Why, why did they wait so long? Uh, there was quite a few brands that I actually recognized in this article, too. Um, I actually I think I've, I've bought at least one of them. Um, Tau, Tautronics, they make um, little Bluetooth headphone uh, earbuds that are connected. You know, there's like a wire that runs in between them with a controller built into it. They were actually really good. Like they had good sound uh, connected very easily held a charge for a long time and they're only like, I don't know, like $27. Um, I, I just recently threw them away. They're about five years old and they just would not take a charge anymore. Well, what a lot of people would do is they would also uh, give you an Amazon gift card for a five-star review of a product. Right. Like r- the company Rav Power. Rav Power was offering $35 gift cards for reviews on a product that was sold directly by Amazon itself. So they got in trouble for that. But I mean, you think just the Chinese are doing this? I don't. No, they're all doing it. I was um, trying to look up, you know, reviews here recently of uh, phones. Um, I'm just thinking about upgrading. And, you know, when you look on the like Verizon, T-Mobile, all that, Best Buy, all of them, certain, uh, the, uh, the Samsung phones, you know, they, all of those sites populate their reviews for the Samsung devices, be it a t- TV, telephone, a vacuum cleaner, whatever it is. They, they populate it from Samsung's own website. And S- Samsung is known for offering you points or a discount for if you just write a, a review on it. So all of their reviews on Best Buy, Verizon, et cetera, say at the beginning of it this review was you know gathered as or collected as part of a promotion that those are the reviews you should just bypass i don't care if the owner is being honest or not but they they received something in return for that review and i i think that's bullshit i don't think they should be allowed to do that i don't think that's a fair business uh practice at all but i mean again anything you see on the internet basically you have to take, you know, it could be bullshit. It really could be. I mean, you almost, I mean, I know I buy a lot of stuff from Amazon. Amazon is always sending me emails. Would you please review the buttfucker 3000 that you bought from Amazon? Would you please go on and, and review? And I never do. I mean, I haven't really found a product that I would like to go review, but I'm just saying, it's just, they ask people that buy Amazon ask people to buy the product all the time to go and review it. Some people probably do. I don't. They've now um, permanently banned 600 Chinese brands across 3000 different uh, reseller accounts on Amazon. So that's, that's, that's quite a bit. I mean, that's a drop in the bucket of what's actually there, but sure. They've and they've had to vet all of this, you know, make sure that these were bullshit. Um, they didn't want to just pull somebody, but could you yeah, imagine? Yeah, they're, they're offering you know thirty five dollar gift cards. I've I've gotten you know when you buy an uh, item and you open it up, 
there's like a business card in there where you can get ten, $10 off of your next order from them. Just, but you got to leave a review. You got to email them with a copy of the review that, you know, like a, like a link to the review. It's just ridiculous. I, I, it's, it's a horrible business practice. So, um, yes, every time you go to a, a fast food restaurant or, you know, like the other, the other morning I went to Dunkin' Donuts and I get a cup of coffee and I'm leaving and they go, you want your receipt? And I go, no. And they go, well, if you take this receipt and you give us a review, you get, I don't know. I forget what they get. I think you might even get a medium coffee free. Right. If you redo the review. And I'm like, oh, I'll take it. I'm never doing it. I'm not going to do a review for a cup of coffee. It's ridiculous. For about the last, I want to say 20 years, every time you get a Burger King, if you look on the back of your receipt, it's, it's, if you call this number and do the, you know, like a survey, then you get a, a Whopper for free. They'll give you like a code and you write that in a little slot on the back of the uh, receipt and you get a Whopper for free. Yeah, but still, I mean, to me, I don't know. A Whopper is a Whopper. Have you ever had a bad Whopper? Well, I think that's, but this is like a call-in thing. I don't think this is going to appear on any kind of a, a website. So that I'm, I'm almost okay with. Here's, okay. This is the problem I have with giving any fast food place or anything like that a review. And it, for me, it's, I don't know what's going on. I don't know how many people have called out. I don't know why the line is slow. You know, I mean, some of the things that bother me is the person that's that is taking the order has a it does not maybe uh, the English is not the first language of these person and they don't understand my order and by that the next thing I know I get a uh, they had me a iced coffee and I said I said hot no no you said ice no I don't drink iced coffee I think I would know whether I wanted a hot coffee or not not you. That's the things that kind of, but okay. So then if that's the case, what would I put in the review? Hey, maybe we have somebody that works the drive through and takes the orders. Maybe they should be a native American who speaks the language fluently. Yeah. That's okay. not the case in uh, Florida. I'll tell you that. Um, <clears throat> it also wasn't the case when we, we went to Washington DC and, uh, no, nah, um, not at the like the fast food joints. No, it wasn't the case. Yeah, and but and so then I look like a racist asshole because well, they have somebody there that do doesn't speak the language, and then you you get your order wrong, dude. There is a a Dunkin' Donuts that's less than a half a mile. I won't even go to because it's run by people from a fallen land. Yeah, and it, it does make it a little, you know hard Dude, to uh enjoy your experience the one lady said hey this isn't what i ordered the guy spit on her he spit out the window on her she went around she called the cops and they came out when while she was waiting in the car they tried to get in the car they were they didn't want they didn't want the cops to come of course they didn't want the cops to come the cops came i don't know what happened but of course the woman blasted it all over the local facebook town group and i won't go there anymore because again it's the same thing and, and if you say anything like that you're racist oh i'm racist that someone spit out the window at a customer what are you kidding me i would have taken my coffee my hot coffee and thrown it at them 
or iced coffee, whatever it was. That kind of brings me back to the NFL games yesterday. Uh, Ooh. Did you see the Pittsburgh game? No, I did not. Um, one of their players butted heads with uh, a player of opposite color. I don't know that that matters. Um, from the other team, and they, you know, had a little bump chest thing in the after the play, and the the dude from the Steelers spit on him, That's... which made the they threw a flag, and right. uh, and. I guess it was unsportsmanlike on both, but because the one dude spit, uh, he was ejected. He should have been. I that's dang, the, too. Wife, the wife was like, why isn't he being uh, arrested right now? Because that's assault. I, I Okay. I mean, I think that's a little too far, but I definitely... In the days of COVID, you think that's too far? Okay. I mean, yeah, I guess you could make a case. No, I mean... It's, I don't know. Listen, You're I understand it. millions of dollars. I act like a fucking professional. Well, they're all amped up. I mean, this is the, the I mean, hey, listen, one of the th- reasons their windows were rattling in this house was the San Francisco 49ers were, was, they had a running play. The guy comes up the middle and he leaps over, tries to leap over one defender. And as he's come, as he's coming down, he drops his head and the other tackler from the Eagles goes to tackle them they hit helmet to helmet and now the, and they it's tra- targeting right and the guy fumbled the ball so even i said once a, a running back drops his head you can't go for targeting because that guy can't yeah. see where he's going i mean it's a bang bang play yep. the ball's fumbled the eagles pick it up and run it back to i don't know like the 30 yard line not only did they, they didn't get that they got a first down. it was ridiculous and i'm screaming it's football it's not soccer let him play the goddamn game. Yeah, there are games where it looks like the refs are getting um, an extra bonus for every flag they throw. Oh, my you God. And, and they're calling every single thing that's helmet to helmet. Hey, this newsflash, this isn't uh, water polo. Like, this is a contact sport. Yes, the the bad ones that are, you know, gross neglect. Yeah, you should call those out. But if it's something like that, that's that's just football. I mean, if a guy, if it's a receiver, all right, if it's a receiver and he's running a route and, and the guy just lays him out, all right, like a defenseless receiver, I, I understand that. But a running back, there should not be targeting and helmet to helmet on running backs. It should be. That's why they have helmets. He's, his head's in the other helmet. What do you mean? What do you think? His helmet's... Uh, is a better helmet, so he's not going to get hurt too. Nobody wants to make helmet to helmet contact. I guess if you have the ball, you're allowed to do get away with more things than if you don't have the ball. I don't know. Yep, he jumped, he's falling, his head drops down, and the next thing you know, th- th- there's a flag. It's ridiculous. I swear to God, these. I-, I think that a lot of these refs have people betting on the games for them because they say, okay, we can throw this game. Everybody, put your money on this game. I, I think that's how they get their money. I really do. There's no way that with all this legal gambling that people that have an opportunity to shave points or influence the game won't do it. it just don't. It, it's just too, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's just too profitable, to be honest with you. 
I don't know. I don't know what's, what's they're required if they're required to share their bank account information, that kind of stuff. So they can be monitored. You know, I don't know. I don't know if here's, here's what you do, Bob, because I'm a devious person, just like everybody else. You get a, an account somewhere and that money goes in that account. It's not tied to you. It's either yeah, it was- in the Cayman islands or whatever. Yeah. And then when you're done refereeing, they, you go back to that account and you just draw little bits of money under the under the wow. amount that people look at. Wow. Although now your buddy Joe Biden wants to have every transaction looked at. Over $600. Over $600. So maybe that'll put a stop to it. Yeah, I actually dug into that a little bit more and I was right. Um, uh, like I said, the you know, in the weeks leading up to, to his economic announcement uh, last week, I did see a lot of, you know, t- tinfoil hat sites that were saying, you know, he's, he's going to monitor every transaction over like $600. And I was like, eh, I don't think so. I don't think so. But then sure enough, there it is. Well, I mean, that's, that's, again, that's, the and number, say, and that's the plan. Yeah. And they'll say, well, what do you want the people, you know, he's just trying to get people to pay their fair share of taxes. Really? Okay. Then stop making loopholes for the top 1%. That of the was people the case. He would do away with the I-10. The what? I ten I T I N. I T. The immigrant immigrant taxpayer identification number. What that's for is is that's for if you're here illegally, you can use this number to pay taxes. And all you can look up videos where these these there's there's accountants who they own a business and they have to process you know taxes. Tax time is when they make most of their money during the year and and um they. They own a business too, so everybody who walks in that door represents, you know, in, income for them to pay their bills. And they process; they've, you know, hidden camera video, and they blur out the names and stuff, and everybody's a like face. But you have one, you know, one guy in there who's here illegally claiming his kids, his cousin's kids, and getting back thirteen thousand dollars. That takes balls, because in this area. We have a lot of um, Hispanic yes. people that work under the table that are here illegally, but they've got a social security number and they pay taxes, but they never file, never file a tax return. It's like, you take it. Okay. Okay. United States, you take well, the money. Make, they should make the uh, I-10 a one-way street. It's only for in paying in, not no uh you know refunds well i mean yeah if you're an immigrant yeah. and you're not having taxes taken out well how it, the hell would you not owe well the thing is if you're an immigrant that's not supposed to be here we'll take your tax you know you're making money here so we need our cut until we catch you and deport you, <laughs> but, you but you won't get caught and and deported that's just it i mean not not now oh Back in the day, they did. They would catch you. When? <laughs> when? Back in the 80s? Because, I mean, even Reagan, what was it, 81, 82, he, he gave a freaking amnesty. I don't know. I, here's, yeah. here's my issue. If, I mean, I remember they used to, day workers would hang out at the Lowe's and the Home Depots. And... If they were at the Home Depot and, and all of a sudden like the black vans would show up and they would scatter and guys would get out and chase right. them, and try to catch them, you know, and arrest them. 
So yeah, but it it was normally the the white trucks that would pull up and they'd jump in the back. Yes, right. Pickup truck, white pickup truck. Guy would get out and go you you you, and then the guys would jump in the back. Pick. You can't jump in the back of a pick. You're not allowed to ride the back back of a pickup truck now. Here, I don't know about down there. Yeah, I, I don't think it's illegal. You don't see it that much anymore. But now, yeah. Well, well, now most of your trucks have a giant back seat too. You know, so. Or yeah, so they would show up, and you got paid cash for the day at the end of the day, right? Yeah, so they they don't even that's money you don't even have to report. The guy who is get who's hiring, he pays the taxes on it because he can't write it off as uh, he can't write it off as payroll because he's putting it out in cash. So he does pay some taxes on it. Yeah. Unless that's a cash business too, they're well, trying to I do mean, away with the cash. Yeah, I mean, he has to pay if it's if he's getting any kind of a ten ninety nine. Like he he'll just pay. Somebody's paying taxes on it. You know, my old boss, uh, he's not with us anymore, but um, he he had six uh, illegals, and they were good guys, um, hardworking guys, good dads, good you know husbands, all that stuff. But they were paid cash. And he couldn't 1099 them, so he had to pay the taxes on it, you know? So, um, I mean, the t- yeah, taxes, exactly are it. It. taxes are getting paid. He paid the taxes. Right. Well, that, that's why they're not so, you know, worried about it. Right. Because somebody, and unless you're getting paid in cash, I mean, somebody's going to pay taxes on that money. And they, unless the business owner is getting paid in cash, like if I painted a house down down the block i could say look do the job 2400 bucks uh, uh 1900 cash right and they're there i'll be damned if they won't be going up and getting the cash out of the atm sure of course they will so but that's that's if you're dishonest you know so. yeah i'm just saying hey uh i see you have some more teachers here that we need to talk about i have the video i, I think they need to get awards they should they should they should create a most woke teacher award you think so I, and i can't tell i think this is a biological female of course it is well of course it is hard to tell man there's a lot not, of you know, like femboys now this is definitely it's a woman you can hear it you can be reasonably assured that you are safe being out on your campus um then do it before coming out as non-binary, um, I would come out to my students um, every October on National Coming Out Day. I would use that as an opportunity for my students to learn how to receive somebody coming out to them in case that had never happened to them before. Um, we used it as a way to talk to each other about empathy, about connection, about trust. It ended up being a wonderful experience that I had with my students every single year. So think about what you would have needed when you were in high school or middle school or whatever grade you're teaching. For some students, just the knowledge that a queer adult exists within their their world is hugely impactful. You don't really have to do anything other than be visible for these students to feel safer and more accepted and more at home when they're on campus. It, it does so much for students who don't have that in other places in their lives. For that reason, my classroom is one of the gayest places probably on the planet. Everything is completely covered in rainbows. I've got flat. See, reasonably I, have a, I have a problem with that. Why is the classroom the gayest place on earth? Why, I don't why? understand what, why this person thinks that 
it is their job to provide a safe space for being in the alphabet community. Your job is to teach people, teach people the, the curriculum that is set by the state, not your own personal curriculum, not your own agendas. Well, one thing I will say is I don't have a problem with her being openly gay or yeah, non-binary. All right, that's fine. But to gay up the classrooms, that's that's where I'm like, no, no, we don't. We just need well, the classrooms to be about. Let's let's say she has uh, 28 kids per class, right? Six periods or seven periods a day. Uh, let's say five periods. They give her one or two off for, you know, planning. That's 100. That's you know, roughly 100, 125 kids a day in your classrooms. How many of them? do you think have problems because they're gay and they don't feel accepted? I don't know, but this is what I, I, I will say. 1%? Maybe, but that's still 1%. So here's the thing. I, I believe that gay is, I believe that it's, it's hereditary. In other words, you're, I feel you're born gay. And the reason is I say you're born sure. gay is because there is no way that you could convince me to be gay. All right. I mean, it's very hard. I mean, it's a hard lifestyle. It's a hard, I mean, you know, it's been, been closeted for years. It's just starting to come out and there's nothing wrong with people being gay. All right. You are what you are. That's just it. All right. That's fine. The issue I start to have is when you start taking people that are, I, I would, I would imagine the trans, the trans community where this is a mental disorder that is called you know, uh, either body dysmorphia or gender dysmorphia. And now we're treating this and we're also making it uh, a victim group where people could say, well, I can do this, this I can do. Uh, you know, maybe I'm non-binary. Maybe I'm, you know, maybe I can be part of the non-binary group and then I can have a, a group of friends or whatever, because I don't really feel like I fit into these other situations. And then this becomes I, I guess what I'm, it would become something where this, you know, it's a phase or a fad and that I don't even have a problem with until you start putting students on medication and giving them surgeries to change things. That's where, that's where I have a problem. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I understand people don't talk about being straight every day because that's the norm that is, you know, and right now, Gay and, and non-binary and trans is not the norm. It's not, not, it's not the norm. It's not the norm. And you know what, Norm? Norm McDonald's still dead. But like, I, I don't have a problem with her being openly non-binary and talking to the students and stuff like that, where the student gets to realize, hey, here's a non-binary person. Very nice person, you know? But to gay the whole classroom up, that I don't like want every student that I have to know that being queer is something that I am proud of, something that is not um, a secret in my life. It's something that I care about and something that connects me to other people. I'll end by saying that for me, being visibly queer is a non-negotiable. I introduced myself this year with my pronouns immediately. One of the first things that students learned about me. And I'm going to continue to gently correct 250 people every single day because my identity is... Where's that number? So if education is something that you want to pursue, um, I recommend being steadfast and being committed 
to being out as an educator, if it's something that you feel safe doing. Um, it has a huge impact for students and it's something that I've never regretted. I think there's also where they shave that little spot in their eyebrow to identify them as, you know, non-binary or queer. Can your, okay, can your, can your kids uh, write a complete sentence? Can they read cursive? How about do the most basic math? How about that? I don't know what you teach other than being, being queer, but isn't, I mean, why shouldn't that be the focus of being an educator these days is, well, I'll tell you why curriculum. I'll tell you why, Bob, tell me, white, John. white supremacy. Take me to school. I made a comment on one of Miss April's recent videos about PBIS, in which I stated that PBIS is white supremacy with the hug. And a lot of y'all wanted to know more about that. So here we go. First of all, thank you to Jack Copa, who um, reminded me that um, Dina Simmons was the first to coin this term. So thank you, Jack, so much. So if PBIS concerns itself with positive behaviors, um, we have to ask ourselves, okay, well, what are those positive behaviors? And it's things like making sure that you're following directions and making sure that you're sitting quietly and you are in your seat and all these things that come from white culture. The idea of just... Why has got to be white? Why is sitting in your seat, paying attention, not disturbing your class, why is that? It's not white culture. It's manners that should be across all cultures. Why do we re reward bad behavior? Did they stop giving out Adderall? <clears throat> because that's what they used to give out for that. When, not me. When I went to school, they didn't give out Adderall. You know well, what they no. gave out? You know what they gave out? Beatings. Beatings, Bob. I went to Catholic school, real nuns. You stepped out of line. You got your ass beat. That's what you got. You yeah, got or you got detention or, or whatever, extra homework. I would pray for detention. Those penguins with their architect scales, they used to wield them things like a samurai warrior. I'd come home with welts on my knuckles. I had a line across my face with the number marks in it. She hit me so hard with a roar one time. I what the fuck I said. I probably deserved it. I'm saying I didn't. I made a comment on one of Miss April's recent videos about PBIS, in which I stated that PBIS is white supremacy with the hug. And why did that go back? To know more about uh, because on a Mac, well, if you, you have a video up and you touch your mouse a certain way, it scrubs um, it. All right, here we go. Positive behaviors. Um, we have to ask ourselves, okay, well, what are those positive behaviors? And it's things like making sure that you're following directions and making sure that you're sitting quietly and you are in your seat and all these things that come from white culture. The idea of just sitting quiet and being told stuff and taking things in in a passive stance is not a thing that's in with many cultures. So if we're positively enforcing these behaviors, we are by extension positively enforcing elements of white culture, which therefore keeps whiteness at the center, which is the definition of white supremacy. First of all, that's bullshit. It's not, it's not white culture, it's manners. It's, I can't even think of the word I'm looking for right now. It, it's just society. It's what we are. Again, we don't run around the classroom like a bunch of heathens. This is ridiculous. Um, Everything's white supremacy. Everything's white culture. Everything is this guy. He should not be a teacher. 
I mean, again, why, so what does he do when one of his students of color acts out? What does he do? Does he just sit there and say nothing? Does he just sit there and let them do it? Does he let them disrupt the class so no one's learning shit because now we've got to pay attention to this dipstick and what he's doing and try to get him under control? I don't know. I remember even when I went to public school, like if you were causing a, a ruckus in class, the teacher would throw you one of those black felt erasers at you. You know, they were good. They were a lot of them. Shit, well, ours, uh, ours would make you take those black felt erasers out back and, and uh, bang them to like, you know, get all the damn dust out of them. Dude, you breathe in that fucking asbestos ass chalk. <laughs> Josh says, I'd slap him, or is that too white? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, well, I'm going to guess that you got uh, the old paddle once or twice when, when you were you were in school. Did you did you always go to uh, a faith-based school, or did you? I went to Catholic school until the middle of the fifth grade when I was leaning back on my chair reading. We were having a... We were supposed to read and uh, the teacher came in the back of the class and I didn't see her. She came up behind me. She grabbed my chair and she pulled it. So I went over backwards and I smacked my head against the wall so hard that I got a lump. And she was standing in front of my desk yelling at me and I kicked the desk. And it was one of those big old steel desks with the wooden top where all your books were in it. Yeah. Well, when I kicked it, it went over like a hammer and hit her on the foot and broke her foot. <laughs> Good. So, uh, my mom came in and took me out and sent me to public school. Best thing. If I had known that yeah. that would have got me out of Catholic school, I would have broke my teacher's foot in third grade. Quite <laughs> uh, I, um, I got whipped one time in school, like actual paddled. Uh, and I didn't do the crime either. I had, uh, I, you know, raised my hand. It was like fifth grade. I think it was, I had, you know, raised my hand. Can I go to the bathroom? It was across the, across the hall. It was a quick walk. And I'm like, yeah, sure, go. So I went and I came back. And about 20 minutes later, the principal walks in, walks up to the the educator and goes, and I'm like, and so they call me, Bobby, hey, go with him. And I was like, okay, I don't, it was my mom here, my grandma die, something. I don't know what's going on. They take me to the, to the office and tell me how it was rude of me to stop up all the sinks in the bathroom and turn the water on full blast and leave. And I'm like, I didn't do that. I went in there and I peed and I left. I, I went back to class. So some kid after me come in, stopped up all the sinks. Oh, uh, okay. Turned down all the water and then left and it overflowed. Of course. Okay. As it does. And they didn't believe me. So they made me grab the grab the arm of that chair and she took out the big old paddle and gave me three whacks across the butt. Remember the I think we did a boomer bunker where the teacher smacked a, a like a four I mean like a fourth grader or third grader with the mother in the room and she recorded it. Mm -hmm. And I said, Oh yeah, she let that kid get beat because she knew there was money coming. There was a lawsuit coming after that. Mm -hmm. Don't worry, honey. I'm gonna get your PlayStation Five even at eBay prices. Yeah, this is going. It's only gonna hurt for a little bit, but we're gonna get some money. Yeah, money, 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 money. 
I don't know, man. I think I think they they should bring back what is that corporal corporal punishment? Is it is that what that is? Or is it? Yeah, I, I they should bring I, that back. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. I I'm torn on whether kids today should get smacked. I think around. if if it's at school and um, I think one rule should be that the kids get the hit back. <laughs> and make it more of a sport <laughs> just make the teachers tougher the teachers would be out taking karate classes the big kids would definitely get away with more yeah I, again i i don't i don't know i mean i know how it was back in the day and i'm fine nothing wrong with me but some would disagree but yeah i i i think you came out i think it turned out all right you know well I mean, you know, you certain, yeah, I'm certain raised the family and whatnot. You know, <laughs> you weren't a dirt bag. Took took care of business. Yeah, I guess. And again, I was always taught, but we, we were taught manners. We were taught manners. We were taught manners, yeah. Yeah. and you know, and we were taught respect. You respected your elders. You know, they weren't a joke. Well, you were also taught self-respect too. I don't know about that. Yeah, well. <laughs> I was, you know, they didn't sit here and build you up. Like, you know, now, I mean, everything's Instagram, uh, you know, Instagram, that's, that's how you judge your worth as right. whether and how, how cool you are on Instagram. Did you read that, uh, study that came out last week? I don't have any article or anything, but they, they had dug into it and they found that, uh, most, most kids that are on Instagram are depressed. Well, yeah, because they they're trying to make their life as special as everybody. First of all, Instagram is bullshit. All it is is people uh, basically cosplaying their lives, or you know, oh look at us, Ooh, let's do it for the gram. You know, we're taking pictures here, we're doing this, we're doing that. It, it's not real life. It's the good parts of the life, but you never see anybody on Instagram with like, oh my god, I. I ate a bad clam and I'm sick and I'm throwing. You never see somebody's head in the toilet throwing up because they drank too much or they're sick or yeah, they or, or their bank accounts empty. Right, they don't have any money. They're heading their hands. Right, they're eating uh, they're eating saltine crackers with uh, leftover Taco Bell sauce packets because they don't have any money for food until next week. And it's Wednesday and their gas tank is on E and they're just trying to make it to work. One yeah, trying day. to get to work. Yeah, you know, calling hey. their mom and bumming, bumming, bumming money off of them. Sure, <laughs> and, well, you know, back in the day with us, you know, our parents wouldn't let you. You ran out of money. You were out of money. That hey, I haven't got no money for you. Used to borrow money off your friends. You yeah, go to I a mean, friend and mom, say, "Hey, you got twenty until Friday." Uh, I don't. Or yeah, here, here's twenty. And then you know, you made sure on Friday you went back and gave that kid twenty dollars. My mom was always there for me, but I wouldn't bark up that tree unless I had a damn good reason because, and, and I mean, my mom would have given me money no matter what, you know, my mom was good like that. If I needed it, my mom would have been like, yeah, here's 40 bucks, you know, but I tried not to bother her unless it was, you know, power, power's getting cut. Mom, I, I need like 80, $84. I'll pay you back Friday, you know? So, and I always tried to try to give it all back to her. There were times that I didn't. Mom was like, I ah, don't worry about it, but <laughs> Yeah, I just got this one thing. So the Emmys were last night. <laughs> oh God, I um, I was over visiting my mother last night, uh, just hanging out, and she 
made a, a mention of it about the Emmys, and I was like, oh god, you put that on them. I mean, I didn't tell her this, but I was like, you put that on, I'm gonna leave. Yeah, but see, the thing is, it's there. It's so brave now. The red carpet. The red carpet is oh, we're so brave because it's now uh, queer, non-binary, LGBT, positive, and then you get things like this. <laughs> I don't even know who this is. Is that photoshopped? No. This was at the Emmys last night. Carl Clemens, Hop Carl Clemens Hopkins stuns on the red carpet. <laughs> First of all, I'm just gonna say it right out. That's an ugly dress. That is an ugly dress. Dude, if you're gonna wear a dress with your beard and your man chest hair. That's not a good look for you. He, I'm sorry. It's not a good look. Yeah, if that's what you got to do now to get laid. I, I think I'll just be like, you know, totally, you know, celibate and sell whatever you want to call it. Yeah, look at this with the shoes, with the with the space age shoes. They borrowed those from the from the Kiss collection. Maybe the rainbow. Yeah, it's no more of the rainbow. He's right, Josh. Put that up there. Josh is right. It's it's the rainbow carpet. No more of the red carpet. <laughs> <laughs> non-binary fascist statements made this the most exciting rainbow carpet in years absolutely is this a handmaid's tail chick what is that yeah i think that's the hand yeah that's just the handmaid's chill but this one this cracked up the, the guy looks like the guy that was on the old spice commercials it does or, now yeah. i'm on a horse now i'm you know now i'm yeah, doing this. Yeah, now yeah. i'm doing that yeah and, and dressed up like dude i would if i saw this on the red carpet i would say what bet did you lose that he looks like he lost a bet but anyhow all right bob i think we've said it all i think we've done it all but he won my heart john yes (laughs) yes all right uh pick a number uh one one through was it four i think i gotta go with number one I just watched a documentary on marijuana, and from now on, I'm going to watch all of them that way. Ah, I like that one. I got one for you, if you don't mind. Ah, please. What do you get when you cross a penis with a potato? A dictator. You do get a dictator. Yeah, that's like a a Laffy Taffy joke from when I was nine. (laughs) All right. We'll talk to you later, everybody.